Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com and click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out all the great articles and podcasts updated daily. You can find the uh, After Dark with Robin Andrew full archive of shows up at AmericaOutloud.com. So you guys want to be sure to check it out. Every show we've done on America Out Loud is up on that website. So uh, you can spend a lot of time just going through our shows, not to mention all the other shows on the network that have their full archive up. It's just an endless resource of news, AmericaOutloud.com. We've got a ton to discuss tonight. Uh, obviously a lot of news taking place recently. You look at what's going on with our president. You look at what's happened in Tennessee over the past week. Uh, you look at maybe even Gavin Newsom going touring the country. Uh, we're going to try and discuss a lot of this tonight, but I want to start off with President Trump, of course. And the latest on that, it looks like he will probably have a mugshot come out anytime now. And as President Trump has said, he's going to put this on T-shirts. He's going to put this on posters, on hats, just about everything. It's going to be the most iconic mugshot, perhaps, that the country has ever seen. And this will completely backfire on the left because, as we've said, they're just making President Trump a martyr. They're firing up his fan base. They're probably adding to his fan base, people that can see that this is a clear witch hunt after what they've already done to President Trump. I mean, you look at Russia, 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 that was a hoax that got thrown out. Robert Mueller was supposed to be their savior, and he had nothing. Then you've got impeachment one, you've got impeachment two, and nothing has been able to stick. Even the January 6th committee could not come up with anything to charge President Trump with. Now they've got this weak charge with Alvin Bragg connected to the Stormy Daniels case using a convicted liar. Michael Cohen is their star witness. I mean, it's almost like you can't make this stuff up. But here we are. The Democrats are coming after President Trump once again, perhaps with the weakest case yet. But here it is. They've got him indicted in New York under 34 counts, which is what we are hearing, I'm sure all bogus charges. And this is just an abomination to the rule of law in our country. It shows that this is no better than what we've seen in Nazi Germany or uh, Soviet Russia, where you attack your political opponents, you jail them if you can't beat them fair and square. And this is exactly the road that the Democrats are heading down. And it's just going to further rip and tear our country apart and it is sad to see uh taking place in the united states of america rob how are you doing tonight and what are your thoughts on what we are seeing unfold before our very eyes well andrew i'm doing great i guess for the most part uh, considering what's happening in our great country the united states of america last night heather and i spoke about it was the eve of Trump's arrest. And as you mentioned, the left, what they want out of this is that mugshot. They want the perp walk, which they were denied with him in handcuffs. And he's a former president. The Secret Service is not going to just allow this to happen. But they also want the mugshot. 
so that they can make fun of it and laugh about it. I was watching last week Sonny Hostin, who's supposed to be a lawyer, one time worked for the feds. And she was just gleeful as to what's about to take place. And you look at them now, they're gleeful, they're celebratory, they're happy. And yes, we finally did it after six years. We've been working on this. We've been trying to bring down. We've been trying to stop America. We've been trying to keep you guys from making America great again. We've been trying to keep your eyes focused on something else. We don't want you to know that China is in your backyard. China's going to take over. China has a lot of our manufacturing companies and our drugs. They're doing it all, and they can turn off the spigot, and then you have nothing. We don't want you to think about that. We want you to focus on our enemy, the person who wants to keep this country great. And not only that, we're going to tear down all the institutions that allow this country to be made great. And that is the reason why, Andrew, I submit that so many people are at the border trying to come in. But maybe now, maybe now, they'll see that, wait a minute, the America that we wanted has been destroyed. The America that we thought would give us hope and prosperity. We don't want that America. No, they've destroyed that America. The America that we thought with the American dream, the house and the white picket fence and a car, they've taken that away. Hold on, maybe that's not what we want. Because what's happening now is not about the rule of law, as you mentioned, Andrew. It's not about the rule of law at all. It's about getting back at one's adversary. It's about stopping your opposition. It's about it's our way or the highway. It's about not making America great again, but just making America the most worst place ever. Because we have hid the truth from our children, from the young people that are coming up, that they don't even know our history. They hate it. And they say this is the worst place to be, but they've never lived any other place. It's about the destruction. It's about the downfall of a country that's not even that old. And you know, when you're young and you're naive, you make mistakes. America isn't perfect. But we're not Russia or China or some of the other countries that have dictators. We weren't like them, but now it's like full speed forward. We're getting there. And you even have politicians like Nancy Pelosi coming out and saying you have the right to prove your innocence. We don't do that in America. You have to find me guilty if you say that I'm guilty. But these little slips, and I dare say, as I said to Heather the other night, they're not slips. This is part of the fabric. This is what they want. This is what they see. This is what they expect. So they don't care about a former president being arrested on trumped-up charges. And you look at Russia, look no farther than Russia. Look at how Putin came to power and how he beat up his adversaries by poisoning them, killing them. Is this what we've come to? And no one wants to say anything about it, the big fat elephant in the room. I dare say that because someone might get offended. I'm offended about everything. I need a quiet space. I need a comfort room. And I heard some say, well, you know, the children... They're growing up like this, and the world isn't going to be this way for them. But it is, because you look around you and look at what look at the people in power, the future generation. They're leaving these schools, and then they're coming out in the public square, and they're taking these jobs. So that world will exist for these kids, the world of comfy and the world of cozy. What we should be afraid of is that our way of life won't be here, because we'll be taken over. When you have people at the top, political figures and people in the media, 
that are celebratory because they were able to push forth their evil agenda, an agenda filled with lies. They've destroyed our system of justice simply because they were unable to get at one person and they want to keep that person from correcting it all. We have a problem and we are two party system. But when you have those two parties that are colluding together, this is wrong. How did we fall so far from the Constitution? How did we fall so far from where we're supposed to be that we're going to celebrate? And I don't want to say the misfortune. I mean, if wrong was done, it was done, plain and simple. But when you have created a crime and told everyone, this is it, this is a crime, and we're going to celebrate. And I had said once before in one of the shows, I think it was last night, that there's these charges against Trump is Again, it's not the rule of law, but it's almost as if though Bragg has appointed himself or anointed himself as the gatekeeper to sort of all the sins that have been placed upon other people, all the wrongs, rather. I'm going to make certain that they are dealt with accordingly. And I would bring you back to the Central Five Park men. Now, many people were and I spoke about this before, but I want, to, I want to talk about it again because I want you guys to understand the connection of what's happening here. Many people felt that those guys, those five boys in their teens, were out wilding when this happened, I think, in the 90s. And they felt that they did rape this woman, brutally rape the woman. Well, any rape is brutal. You just can't say, well, it's a nice rape. It's brutal, plain and simple. But after all those years, you know, people working on the case, they say, oh, they didn't do it. Although the boys said they did do it, they were rapping and saying they did. It was a bunch of chaos. Now they're saying they didn't do it. And the, the woman whom they attacked, she doesn't remember it because they beat that living daylights out of her. So about a couple of years ago, these boys were released from prison. And the, of course, New York, being the liberal bastion that it is, gave them millions of dollars saying, oh, we took away your life. We did this and did that. But Trump, Donald Trump, former President Trump, always stood by his, stood by his words and saying that his beliefs, rather, that they did, in fact, commit this crime. I feel the same way, and so do others. But Trump was very vocal. And when they were released, they went to him. They said, do you think that this is the right thing? He said, no, I believe that they committed the crime. Now, they're saying that there's a man sitting in prison now who said that he committed the crime. And at the time, there was no DNA to like, you know, really tie him to the crime other than the fact that, that they, I think they were there. They knew what happened. And when they were arrested, they said that they committed the crime. Now they're saying that they did it. But Trump says that they did. So when you look at this, D.A. Bragg was one of those persons who's read, who heard about this crime. And I think he might have been a young boy at that time. And he always said, I'm going to get back up. You know, we've got to stop this man. So in a way, in his eyes, this is payback to those boys because Trump said that they committed the crime. Now, Trump was just a private citizen at the time. And the law that put them in jail was a law created by liberal Democrats white, woke Democrats. Well, at the time, they were called just, just white folks. Now they're called themselves wokies. They're woke. They know what's happening. But it was their laws that put those boys behind jail. And no one looks at this. But now we're all on their bandwagon. Oh, well, we're woke and we're going we're gonna to correct the ills of the world. But you guys created those laws. You guys created those ills of the world. But you've now flipped the script. And you want to hide and want to say that we didn't do it, it was someone else. 
when in actuality, you were the ones who did it. So because of that, although this is a misdemeanor that they're saying that was committed, you know, paying this porn woman or whatever, or reporting it incorrectly in the tax returns, every lawyer said, oh, this is completely ridiculous. But in Bragg's eyes, and the eyes of a lot of his supporters, we're getting back at him for the Central Five Park boys. And that's just one element. There are other things that they're looking at. Because I read that one of the boys had said, uh-huh, now let's see how he feels. So what do you mean? Let's, let's just break that down, see how he feels in what way. That he's being falsely accused. And if that's what you're saying, then you two are saying that Trump is innocent. He didn't do anything. But the media won't pick that up. They'll just pick up, see, he's coming out. He's saying, hooray, hooray, hooray. They got it. As opposed to, he just said himself, He's being falsely accused. Let's see how he feels now. You see where I'm going with this? But see, we don't unpack those things. We just go right over them. And I dare say that one of the guy's girlfriends, Central Park Five girlfriend, said that he even admitted to her that he had done it. But the media didn't play that up. They hid that because they didn't want you guys to think about it. They didn't want you to say, wait a minute, what's going on? Are we doing the right thing? So fast forward. They think, oh, we've got a victory because he said that they did it and we know that they didn't do it. So now he's being accused. Accused of what? A false crime? He's being set up? It's not about the rule of law. It's nowhere about the rule of law. No one cares about the law. And then you hear people saying, well, you have his attorneys who will go in and they'll ask for a dismissal because these are old crimes. And, you know, they'll say, throw it out. No, Andrew, that's, that's not going to happen yeah. because the judges are corrupt. Mm-hmm. This is a persecution, not a, a prosecution and president trump has got no chance in new york city as alan dershowitz has said he's got to push for this to be moved to either staten island or upstate new york because i do not see him getting a fair jury of his peers in new york city where 90 percent of people vote democrat and despise president trump um, that's got to be president trump's first focus in fighting this case is getting it moved out of new york city uh, getting it out of Alvin Bragg's hands, if possible, as well, would be a big uplift because these judges in New York City, most of these jurors, as I've said, they despise President Trump. They despise Trump. But the other thing you got to think about, Andrew, I agree with Erlen Dershowitz. He's got to get it moved out of New York City itself and move to Staten Island. Staten Island is uh, predominantly Republican, but then you do have a few fringe people that are out there. But even with that, they can make a motion to have it removed because they can say that he's not going to get a fair trial, but then it's at the discretion of the judge. And as I mentioned the other day to Heather, most of these judges, they're not going to do it. They're not going to want to move it, vacate it, and say, well, let's move it out. Right. And, and a lot I of- think it's at their discretion. Yeah, and a lot of these judges, correct me if I'm wrong, they already have a history with President Trump and dealing with him in other cases over the years, and they've already got a bias against him that we're seeing coming into the case. President Trump says this judge now hates him. Yep, he's right, because it's Judge Juan Merchant, and I mentioned this the other night, I covered this, and this judge was the judge, he was handpicked by Alvin Bragg specifically because he knew that this judge would instruct the jurors the grand jury jurors, the way he wanted them to be instructed and to see things the way he wanted to see things. And this guy, we also got to be reminded that this guy was the judge who was on the case when they brought the lawsuit against the Trump organization, whereby Trump's CFO 
Alan Weisenberg, a 75-year-old man, was sentenced to five years in prison. That just recently happened. So of course they're going to get this judge. And I hear people saying, well, Trump shouldn't attack the judge because that's not going to get it. That's not going to be good for him. But why shouldn't he when he sees that the wills of justice is corrupt? Judge Juan Merchant should have recused himself. But even had he done that, the next judge would have been in the tank as well. So it's like a no-win situation. And then you had another judge, Judge Amy Berman, who heard the Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, case, and she also attacked Bill Barr for dismissing or saying there was nothing to do with the Russia collusion. So she is sitting, she's the one who said that Trump has to sit for a deposition for Peter, what is the guy's name, Peter Strzok, because he was fired by the FBI, Bill Barr. So there is a no-win situation. Now, I'm going to pick this back up on the other side of the break, because I just want to let you guys know who these judges are. They are activist judges that don't mean anyone any good. So when people say, I don't trust the justice system, it is because corrupt judges like this have corrupted the system, Andrew. Yeah, you're 100% right. And uh, we've seen people in uh, Mar-a-Lago down there in Florida carrying signs, um, protesting for President Trump. We haven't seen the big protests that President Trump originally indicated that he wanted. Of course, after this January 6th incident, his supporters are literally scared they're going to be locked up just like President Trump um, for political persecution instead of actually breaking the law. So it's just a very bad president that Democrats have set here. Um, basically treating Republicans like they're not even American citizens and they don't have the same rights as Democrats do, which is just pathetic. We need to get a Republican in here in 2024 and just completely shake up this Justice Department because it is completely politically motivated right now and motivated to attack anyone that supports President Donald Trump. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code OUTLOUD and get 20% off. Are you worried about spike proteins and how they may impact your health? Are you looking for help? The Wellness Company has an answer in the form of our clean, pure, all-natural spike formula developed by experts like Dr. Peter McCullough. The Wellness Company's spike formula includes the incredible natto kinase, dandelion root, black sativa extract, green tea, and iris sea moss. Even better, the spike formula by The Wellness Company is vegan, gluten-free, and made right here in the USA, so you know that you can trust and rely on it if you're concerned about spike proteins. Buying American-made naturalistic ingredients of this quality separately costs over $100. Our spike formula is only $65.99. Get Spike Formula today by going to twc.health. Out loud listeners use the code 
out loud at checkout for an additional discount. Go to TWC.health, promo code OUTLOUD, and get peace of mind if you're concerned about spike proteins. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, and we were just discussing before we went to break about how uh, this January 6th committee and what they've done to these January 6th political prisoners have really uh, scared a lot of people on the right to get out and protest and defend President Trump. I believe if that never happened, I mean, we'd have big lines outside of uh, the New York district's attorney's office each and every day of Trump supporters. But at this point, who knows if they're just going to send in the feds to round everybody up and arrest them on bogus charges. And it's sad that we're talking about America like this, but this is where we are in Joe Biden's administration. It's no different than what we've seen, like I said, in Soviet Russia or Nazi Germany. If you're against their political ideology, you are scum to them and they think that you are inherently evil. That's what we're seeing Democrats basically try and point Republicans as. And these people who hate Trump, it's almost like a religion with how much they hate him. They truly believe this guy is evil. He's uh, hateful and bigoted, which we know is not the truth. They just listen to the mainstream media, the Goebbels like propaganda, and they eat it all up and take it all in for what it is. But we know that this is BS. President Trump has been unfairly maligned in attack since day one. But to Rob, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, Trump supporters being scared to protest. It's a sad day in America when this is the situation in the uh, hand of cards that we've been dealt, isn't it? It is. It is a very sad day. And they should be, uh, I don't want to say scared, but they should be aware, aware of their surroundings and cognizant of the threat that lies before them. Because when Trump, when we first found out that he was going to be indicted and he said, go out and protest, I understood perfectly what he was saying. And I wanted to go out and protest. And then I started thinking back, as we discussed in one of our shows, what happened to the Jan 6 protesters. They went to march peacefully. They went to protest peacefully. Unfortunately, Christopher Wray had embedded within that group FBI informants who riled up the crowd. And when we saw the shaman who just, Andrew, by the way, they just let him out, and he's now in a halfway house, uh, who was walking through the White House telling people, don't do any damage. We just want to look here. I mean, they were escorting him around. And you have the media that are spinning. Oh, no, there was more there. Oh, they weren't just escorting him around. He was doing damage. Just like, look and see with your own eyes. Was this man being threatening? Not at all. But they're, when they play the tape, they play with their doom and gloom music and they're saying, oh, no, he was being threatening. And look at what he did. The only person who was being threatening on that day was Michael Byrd, who shot Ashley Babbitt, a white woman who was unarmed. He shot her and then they went out and just put him up on a pedestal as if though he was to be glorified. That was wrong. Now, to be clear, there were some people. There were some people who acted out. OK, there were some people who did some things that they should not have done. But it was nothing compared to what the rioters did during the spring and summer of 2020, when they just went out 
because of George Floyd, not, not even because of George Floyd, they just went out on their own because they were encouraged to do so by the Democrat Party. And they were told to keep up a ruckus, destroy things that you don't like, destroy symbols, destroy statues. We want to change it. We want to change the whole world. We want to show them who we are. And they were allowed to do it. And neither the FBI or the police department stepped in because Police department didn't step in because they were told to stand down. The right. FBI didn't stand, uh, didn't step in because they were part of the ruckus. Yeah, I don't see the difference between what the January 6th protesters did, got arrested for, and now are serving multiple years in prison, compared to what we just saw in Tennessee last week, the transurrection, where these trans broke into the uh, courthouse and were basically demanding all these things. And for them to have the nerve to do that just a couple of days after a mentally ill trans shot up a school of kids... It's just almost like you can't make this stuff up, that this is happening in America, and the media makes nothing of it. They make nothing of it, and I and I caution conservatives and Republicans, you have got to start speaking out. Stop trying to say, we're going to take the high ground. There is no high ground when there is truth and there is wrong. You have to speak the truth or truth and lies. You have to speak the truth. What happened in Tennessee was that a wayward indoctrinated 28-year-old misfit woman who, who was under doctor's care should have been locked up in an asylum or in a hospital. The moment she said that she felt that she was a man, they should have said, no, we need to lock you up. Because we see right now, whenever this happens, whenever these kids start going that direction, there's a lot of hostility and resentment that's air that has been created by the left, the indoctrination telling them, if this is how you feel, you should immediately change your gender. And when it doesn't happen, they start to act out. This woman was under doctor's care. Now, we don't know exactly what they were telling her because they've sealed her manifesto while they clean it up. They've sealed it. Now, imagine, why wouldn't they do the same thing for Trump? Why are we having all these leaks as to what's going to happen with Trump? But with this case, it's been sealed. She's just a regular citizen. But we can't find out anything. There are no leaks. Not a leak at all. And why wasn't the FBI monitoring her the way they've been monitoring Trump and all of Trump associates and supporters of Trump? Why weren't they in, uh, monitoring her? See, they were too busy trying to go after law-abiding citizens as opposed to a woman who was mentally disturbed. So mentally disturbed that she was going after Christians. Christians, you need to wake up. They're coming after you. They want to take you down. They want to lock you up. They want to eradicate society because they know that you hold those values to make America great again. You hold those good, wholesome values, and they don't like it. They are coming after you. This is not for you to think that, oh, I've got to go out and get my guns, and I've got to go out and I'm going to fight. No, I'm not saying that. But I am saying don't give your guns up. I am saying be watchful. I am saying be aware of your surroundings because we are sitting ducks. They have put a bull's eye on our back with their hate and they're coming after you. If you say you support Trump, they're going to come after you. Just goes back to what you were saying, Andrew, about protesting. And Trump said, go out and protest. And so now they're saying, okay, oh, oh, look, at, look at the people that are just out there. Be careful. Don't fall into the media's trap. Because I see them on the news now saying, oh, there weren't many people out there to support Trump. 
I guess he's lost all the power. That's just to get you riled up so that you will storm out there and say, oh, no, no, we're here. We support him. No, don't do it. There are other ways you can support him. Don't fall for their trap. They want you to go out and then they're going to rile you up and then they're going to throw you in the can. Don't fall for it. Rules for thee, not for me. They will go out and they will destroy anything. I saw them the other day with signs saying, oh, anti-Trump, lock him up. Oh, he's good. this is it. This is the end. They want you to go out and speak out against them. And the moment you do, they'll say, oh, they hurt me. Oh, they were saying hurtful things. But for them, they're saying it nonstop. Look at how they attack Christianity. Look at how they attack people on the right. And we've got to blame. We've, we have to blame some of our conservatives who have set back and allowed this to happen. Seemingly to take the high road, Andrew. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene said, no, we've got to stop that. We've got to be vocal. Do it within the law. Do it within the law. But you can speak up and be heard within the law as opposed to allowing them the upper hand. We've set back too long. You look again, look at our judges. I mean, we can thank Mitch McConnell for putting a lot of federal judges on the bench. But then, too, some of those judges have become activists because they are afraid. I read the other day that there are still rioters coming outside the homes of our Supreme Court justices. It's still happening. Merrick Garland was called before the Hill the other day, and they asked him about it. And you know what he said? Well, the Constitution says that people are allowed to go out and protest. It's like, Merrick, they're not doing that. They're threatening. What happened to the guy who was coming from California to go in and kill Brett Kavanaugh? We haven't heard anything about him. And they don't want you to because they don't want you to know that they act out. Merrick Garland knows what's happening, but he has so much hate in his heart that he's not on the Supreme Court, that he's allowing our justice system to be destroyed. His son-in-law is producing all this wake material that they're teaching in schools. So what do you mean by that? Well, what do I mean by it? His son-in-law is making money while they're indoctrinating your children. Now, what does that sound like? Is anyone going after the son-in-law? Nancy Pelosi's daughter, she's paying her on the side to make videos of Nancy Pelosi walking around the Capitol. Maxine Waters, the exact same thing with her granddaughter. She's paying her and her husband. James Clyburn is playing his granddaughter. So why are you saying that Trump did something wrong? When you guys are abusing the system. But I'm just showing you it's rules for thee, not for me. They can do it. But the moment we do it, they want to find a crime. This whole thing with Alvin Bragg and, oh, well, he didn't put this on the tax returns. Alvin, are you putting on the tax returns that you're riding around in a state car that our taxpayer dollars are paying for? It's probably not. And I'm sure he's getting a lot of other freebies. But see, we can't touch him. And here's something else, Andrea, I don't think a lot of people are aware of. You do have, and again, this is where conservative, they just miss the boat on a lot of this stuff. They're not good as far as analyzing and strategically analyzing and saying, okay, if we want to put get our voices out there and what we're saying, we need to really look at this. What am I saying? Okay, so you have Alvin Bragg, a black man, who just went after President Trump for no reason at all. So the imagery that's being created here is that finally, we have a black man who's going after this powerful white man who has always done wrong to blacks in history. So now we're putting a stop to it. Now think of the images that are being shot here. It's not said, but when you look at it, 
that's what people see. This powerful white man who's always held us down, and now finally a black man is coming down, and he's going to put the kibosh on him. He's going to put him in law the same way they put us in, in behind bars and threw the book at us. Now, as I mentioned the other night, if anyone who should say we know what's happening here is wrong, it's black man, because you look at how they've been accused by the system and stopped. So you would think they would come out and say this is wrong. Because this is, we've been railroaded so many times by your oppressive laws that were designed to stop us. And now you're going after him. No, we don't want any part of that. But what else am I saying? Well, you look at the people that are trying to come out with the message. Do you actually think that the left is going to listen to anyone on the right who's white and who's attacking Alvin Bragg? Absolutely not. Do you think that they're going to listen to someone of age who's coming out and attacking Alvin Bragg? Absolutely not. Where is Tim Scott? Why don't they put him out there? Brian Donalds, why don't they put him out there? Now, he's been speaking about it. See, you have got to play, you got to play the game the way they're playing the game. Put someone else out there who can come out and say, wait a minute, Trump, when he was in office, look at the blocks that he got out of jail. Put those people up there. Let them talk. As opposed to having the same old regular, like Lindsey Graham. I'm, I'm sorry, Lindsey Graham. <laughs> but you straddle the fence too much, brother. I, I, we can't have it. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. Now, I know that Bill Barr has come out and he said this is wrong also. But nope. Uh-uh. Because see, these guys, they straddle the fence. And you got to fight fire with fire. You got to go back and say, no, let's get a Tim Scott. Let's get a Brian Donalds. Let's get them out there. Let's get some people who can really identify, some people who can speak out, who can say, hey, this is wrong. What, what's happening here? That's what you've got to do. I was listening to the wrestler, former wrestler, Tyrus on uh, Fox, and listened to him, his take on all this. And I'm like, see, that's someone they need to have out there. I was listening to her, uh, gosh, there's another woman, uh, Harris Faulkner, the exact same thing. You've got to fight fire with fire because when you have the usual suspects, suspects that are out there talking, no one's going to listen. And they're going to say, we don't want to hear what they got to say because they're trying to attack this black man who's doing his job. But unfortunately, he's doing a horrible job. But Alvin Bragg knows that, hey, no one's going to listen because look at the people who are attacking me. And albeit they're speaking the truth. But for him, imagine, he's become like the Teflon Don. Go ahead, Andrew. Imagine if it were the other way around, where you had a white DA that was allowing all the white criminals to escape free. Um, all their crimes they commit, robbing people, stealing, um, violence on the subway, and this white DA was just allowing all these white people to walk free. And then all of a sudden he came and put bogus charges on Barack Obama or something like that. What? the media would be saying they would say this is a racist attack instead it's the other way around and we won't even see, hear the media mention that as a possibility when it's pretty clear for all to see if they're paying attention to what's going on if they're paying attention to what's going on and like you said the media they're not they're hoping that you're not paying attention and they want report on it they're the enemy of the people. They would not report on the facts because if they were truthful and reported the facts, they would draw the parallels that we're drawing here and say, okay, look at this. Take away the names. We're just going to tell your story. Now, what if we say the, the skin color of this person was this or that? And you hate to break it down to those levels, but you have to. 
you have to take it to that level. And when we went to break earlier on, I was talking about these judges that are corrupt. I mentioned Amy Berman and then the judge Burl Howell, who has suspended a client attorney privilege. Is she saying that Trump's attorney has to come forward and speak about what he knew about Jan 6? Now, more than likely, there's no there there. But the fact that she has suspended attorney-client privilege, once you set a precedent for anything, other judges can go behind it and say, well, it happened at this point in time, so it's going to happen again. Black folks, be careful, because you know that you're always in the legal system. And if they're taking away that privilege, it's going to impact you, but they're making you think that it's not because they have you looking at Donald Trump, and we've got to get him, a man who's done nothing but brought home many of your sons uncles and fathers so that they could eat at the dinner table with you and remove them from the system, from the system created by these oppressive laws, by these woke liberals to stop you. And now you can't see what's happening here. It's not about the rule of law. It's about, as you said, Andrew, persecution of a political opponent. They want to stop a person from making America great again. They want to stop him from allowing you to move forward to push you back and allow illegal aliens to come here and take your place, allow trans people to come here and take your place, but they want you to think it's about diversity and equity. No, it is not. It is about changing the framework of our great country and destroying it completely, Andrew. Yeah, you've got that right. You're tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. You can also go to AmericaOutloud.com, go to the After Dark with Rob and Andrew tab, and get our full archive of shows over there at AmericaOutloud.com. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. 
MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, and as I mentioned in our opening, uh, we've discussed President Trump at length here tonight, but something I want to take a slight right turn and discuss is what's going on with the Democrats and their side of things. Do they feel confident that Joe Biden is the man to ride into 2024 with? I mean, you look at the economy, it's a disaster. The foreign policy is a disaster. Um, we're no longer energy independent. We're getting oil from Venezuela and some of these other socialist countries. Um, our country is in shambles under this Joe Biden administration. And the Democrats seem to be teasing other candidates. I mean, you've got Gavin Newsom once again going around the country, giving speeches in red states uh, where it looks like he's preparing to perhaps run in 2024 himself. Um, the only thing that that makes you me question is if he plans on running against Joe Biden or if he thinks it's a possibility that Joe Biden won't announce that he's running and he's their backup plan. So I'm very curious and interested to see how this all unfolds. Obviously, I don't think a Gavin Newsom administration would be any better than a Joe Biden administration. But uh, Gavin Newsom, as we've talked about, he badly wants to be president of the United States. He's one of these politicians that seeks power and uh, he's got some hefty goals for himself. Rob, what are your thoughts on Gavin Newsom campaigning around the country? You think that he's seeing in the back of his mind that the Democrats have an incredibly weak president and Sleepy Joe and something could happen at any time. And uh, he's ready to just put his name in the hat if it comes available. Well, like you said, he badly wants to be president. Not that he badly wants to make the country great again, or he wants to do something fantastic for the country. He just wants to be president, plain and simple. And the way the Democrats run things, maybe it's they see that it's his time now. It's his turn. He should be able to come in and just wreak havoc on the country. He should be able to come in and to continue the destruction of the country, because we know that Joe's done that. Anyone with common sense could look at what Joe Biden has done and said, this man has destroyed the country. He has completely obliterated the country from where we were. He has people walking around who say that they're men or women and women are men. And that's just a subset. Before long, if we don't stop these people, you will have people walking around saying that they're lizards. I saw that on the other day. You got a group of people saying, we're the lizard people. We're the tigers. And what do you call the furries? You got that going on. And this is all coming out of this administration, but the media won't report on it. The media is busy trying to keep America from being made great again by stopping Donald Trump. And I will say to you guys again, okay, if you think that, well, maybe Joe will step down and then Gavin will come in and Gavin is a weak candidate, don't believe it at all. Gavin shouldn't even be thinking about running for governor, I mean, for the president. And people in California should say there is no way he shouldn't even have one scintilla of a supporter looking at what he has done to this great state of California. How can this man in good faith, Andrew, throw his hat in the ring and he has done nothing but just completely wreak havoc in California? 
Yeah, they recalled him in his own state. So that just goes to show you that there's millions of Californians who are not happy with the job Gavin Newsom's doing. And here he thinks that he's doing such a great job. He wants to take California and make America California, which is the last thing that we need in this country. But when you look all around you, you look at any candidate that's planning on running on the Democrat side. And I think right now they're saying maybe uh, Gavin Newsom What's her name? Pocahontas. She might think about it. Who knows? These people have done nothing for the country but destroy the country and cause havoc. Yeah, my governor, J.B. Pritzker, he's another one that badly Pritzker. wants to be president. And guy's a multi, multi-billionaire. And uh, he's bought his way into being governor of Illinois. And I think he thinks that he can buy his way into being president as well. Um, there's so many of these on the left that just want to get their way in. And as you, you said, they don't want to make the country great or make the country better. They just want to do it for their own selfish reasons, to put a notch on their belt. Oh, I was president of the United States. I was the most powerful man in the world. And uh, this is what these people strive for is the power. That's all it is to them to put a notch on their belt to continue the destruction of the country because they're not going to do anything. And you know what else? They play to these fringe groups. They play to them nonstop. Remember during 2020, the group, Blacks, we're going to make certain that whites don't hurt you. We're going to give you diversity and equity. We're going to give you this and that. They preached that nonstop. But then born out of that, you had gays. We're going to support the gays. But it's interesting how the gays, they kind of dismissed them for the drag queens and the trans. How is it that I don't think they even make up a percent of anything, but we're now focusing on this fringe group to get their support. And that's what the Democrats are about. Any fringe group, we want all the fringe groups. We want all the misfits. And yes, I said it, because we got to start speaking truth to power. All the misfits. And then they're drilling down to our children to turn our children into misfits when they're little kids so that when they grow up, they're like, oh, I made a mistake. And then those are the future attackers of the country. They are the future uh, gun shooters and gun holders who are going to go out and blow up schools because they're completely messed up in the head because of the indoctrination of the left. You should have doctors trying to work with these individuals, try to heal them and say, no, you have a problem. I always go back to schizophrenia. People who have schizophrenia, oh, I've got multiple personalities. Oh, you're okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Don't take your meds. But when it comes to a person who says, oh, well, I think I'm this. I think I'm this this day. I think I'm a man. I think I'm a woman. I don't know. Oh, they're fine. We should welcome them. The other day, Barack Obama came out. Oh, we're going to celebrate Trans Day. Like, that's a day now? Biden said the same thing, Trans Day. Maybe I should say Oh, Biden, because they're one and the same. I like that, oh, Biden. I'm going to start saying that, oh, Biden, because they're one and the same. They're, they're both horrible, but they're out. This is trans day. You know why? Because they see that that's a fringe group of voters that they can get to support them. And I'm sure that group would be right up Gavin Newsom's alley. Oh, he would love that while he's going on his tour around the country. A tour for what? You're going to say that you destroyed California? And that people are going to buy that? They're going to support it? And like you said, your governor, Spritzker, what, what has he done for Illinois? Nothing. Other than I'm going to just get, kick all the crime and just let it go. We don't care about it. Yeah, raise taxes. He's done right. a lot of that. 
And I see, and that's that's what I don't understand about these people and why the media won't call it out because they've done nothing for the country. They've done nothing for their state. I just learned that you got this former governor of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson. He's throwing his hat into the ring. What for? Now, he will probably be one who will come out vehemently and attack Trump and say, oh, well, you were indicted. Oh, you were this, oh, that, because he wants to try to up his own presence. I can see him doing it. And we can't forget about Chris Christie. Chris Christie is part of the problem, part, one of the reasons why we're here now. Because he's mad that he's overweight. He did the, the liposuction uh, surgery, the, the band surgery, and it didn't work because he couldn't pull himself from the table. And when he tried to go up against Trump, Trump just completely crushed him. So now he wants to go after Trump and make certain that he doesn't get into office again. And that maybe he should get into office. Well, you know, some say that that's the reason why Mitt Romney lost the election when Chris Christie embraced Barack Obama after the, uh, the hurricane there. But see, the media won't bring that up. They will allow Chris Christie to come out and attack Trump vehemently and say, oh, you got to listen to him. And the moment Chris Christie decide, well, I'm going to run for the presidency, then they would bring up, oh, well, you remember you embraced Barack Obama. And remember you had that whole uh, traffic gate with some of your A's going to jail because they were trying to keep people from driving on down the interstate. All of that would come up now. You see, Chris has forgotten about it. And that's the problem with Republicans. <laughs> they forget. The moment they think that the media is giving them a leg up and being nice to them, oh, well, they're my friend. Oh, okay. But it's not they're not your friends. You see, that's one of the things that Trump never lost sight of. Although he always gave them interviews. I'm like, don't talk to them. But he always knew that this is my enemy. They yeah. are my enemy. Yeah. And speaking of giving interviews, what do you make of Alvin Bragg's star witness, Michael Cohen? He goes on MSNBC and is taunting President Trump and his family, basically bragging that he's um, gotten him indicted with his big mouth. And this is supposed to be Alvin Bragg's star witness, and he's going on mainstream media just uh, basically admitting that this is a personal grudge against President Trump. And he'll basically say anything he can to try and get President Trump in trouble. And uh, Alvin Bragg doesn't seem to see an issue with this. The guy is still appearing on TV, and he's going to be in court um, in the next week testifying against President Trump. What is this? It, it doesn't matter, Andrew. I mean, look at what happened in Atlanta. You have the jury foreperson, foreman, on the news giving a media a tour talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to indict this person in this. And I just couldn't wait. I just wanted to give Trump. I was hoping that he would testify so that I could swear him in. They thought nothing of it. The judge looked at it and the judge said, oh, there's nothing wrong with here. Had this been any other case, they would have tossed it. But see, this is what happens when the American public is fed misinformation by the media and made it to see as if though there's nothing wrong with this. Had this been any other trial case, they would have said, you can't do this. We need to throw it out. So Michael Cohen going on the news on this media junket tour and saying all these things, ha, 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 I got you. And I said I would do anything to get back at you. And folks, one of the reasons why Michael Cohen is mad is that once Trump was elected in 2016, Michael Cohen thought that he was going to go to the White House with Trump. I guess he thought that he was going to be made the chief of staff or he was going to be made, made the attorney general or over the FBI, but it didn't happen. And apparently the story goes is that Trump said, no, I need for you to stay here in New York and hold things down. 
He didn't like that. He was angry. So from that moment, he decided on him, his own, I am going to get after him because I know, as they say, where the bodies are hidden. But we now know that there are no bodies. And everything that he brings up, it's like, okay, there's no big deal here. I mean, this whole thing that we're looking at right now that Trump has been indicted on, the federal prosecutor said that he wasn't going to move forward with it. The election committee said they weren't going to move forward with it. The state prosecutor here in New York, side band, said that he wasn't going to move forward with it. Even Alvin Bragg said that he wasn't going to move forward with it. What changed his mind? I'll tell you what changed his mind. The Central Park Five boys, they told him, oh, no, you've got to move forward with this. And then the guy who was in his office, Pomerantz, who quit, Mark Pomerantz, quit the DA's office when Alvin Bragg said, I don't want to prosecute this because there's no there there. He quit, wrote a book, People versus Donald Trump. And then this guy said, oh, well, Alvin Bragg, oh, I, I, I got to do this because I just got a call from George Soros. And he told me he gave me a million dollars. So I've got to move forward with this. Yeah. This is a circumstantial evidence. This actually happened. OK, so Michael Cohen going on the six o'clock news and all these media junk is talking about this and like, hey, see that this is payback. And I did this. It doesn't matter because the media won't call him out. Because they want him to go after Trump. This is their way of going after him. And judges, corrupt judges, activist judges don't care either. They don't care. Yeah, they Why don't. should they care when and, everyone is going to give them a high five? And Michael Cohen has tarnished every lawyer in America because of there's this thing called attorney uh, client privilege. And Michael Cohen seems to be getting rewarded just to go out and tell everything that President Trump told him in confidence. And uh, it's just a bad look for our justice system. It's a bad look for attorneys in America. And this is what uh, Michael Cohen is doing. And he doesn't care because he's just out to destroy Donald Trump. He doesn't even care about uh, his own reputation anymore. He's happy with just appearing on MSNBC and being a liberal activist these days. Well, Andrew, as I said during the second block, you have Judge Burl Howell, who is suspending attorney-client privilege so that Trump's one of his personal attorneys can testify or give a sit in the, under a deposition as to what he knew about Jan 6. When you have a judge who's going in and doing this, you know that we have a problem. Now, if we look at all the different cases that are coming against President Trump, and he will probably be indicted on the Atlanta deal, the Atlantic election, uh, election, them saying that he tried to overthrow the election. I think the attorney there, her name is Fanny Wells, and she had impaneled a grand jury. She's the one whereby the jury spokeswoman, who happens to be a wiki, something dealing with witches, was out giving a media circuit saying, oh, yeah, we're going to do this, and there are going to be some people who are going to indict, and there are a lot of people. Watch out, Lindsey Graham, because they're going to probably indict you. Again, the political opposition. This is what we're going after. It's as if though we're in Russia or Nazi Germany when you're going after your opposition. So if this attorney is going to suspend attorney crime privilege, Michael Cohen doesn't care anything about it. And the media doesn't care. They're making it seem as if though all of this is normal. But we are turning our justice system upside down. Let's go all the way back to John Durham when he tried to prosecute Michael Sussman over the Russia fake dossier and the FISA warrant. That judge knew Michael Sussman. That judge knew many people on the juror. That judge's wife had worked with Hillary Clinton. That judge, I think, had worked with Bill Clinton. But he's going to sit on a court and hear evidence and then instruct the jurors, jurors that he knew, some of them 
hated Trump. They came out and vocally said they hated Trump. And then when he gave them their uh, the jury instructions, he was very loosey-goosey. So, of course, they weren't going to find Michael Sussman, who should be found guilty and sitting in jail, not guilty. So it made it very difficult for John Durham to prosecute his case. And I hear that he's going to come up with something else. So that takes me back to you have judges who are activists. So do you dare think, going back to what we mentioned in the second block, that if the attorneys of Trump say, we want to change venue for this case because we don't think he can get a fair trial, do you think a judge is going to allow it to happen? No, because this is all built into it. It's baked into the cake that this is how we're going to take him down. This is how we're going to get him. So I hear all the talking heads and I hear all the attorneys that are saying this case is going to be thrown out on the merit. There's nothing here. It will not be thrown out because you have judges who will sit there and want to move forward with this. You have judges who don't like this man. You have judges whom Trump was, has, was able to beat when the justice system was fair and impartial when the justice was blind. But now justice isn't blind, so these judges are going to allow this to move forward. These judges are going to do everything possible to keep this in the courts so that they can try it, make have a complete spectacle, as we've seen now with them trying to get the mug shot. They will allow this to happen. God save America, because we are now, we have gone so completely backwards simply because of the hate of one individual, we have decided just to throw out our justice system, throw out everything that's reasonable. And for what? For the destruction, the demise of the United States, of America, and making America great again, Andrew. Yeah, you really nailed it, Rob. This show went by so fast. We had a lot of news to cover tonight. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew here on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.